Welcome to Top Real Estate Secrets. I'm your host, Liz Boyce. I'm on a mission to show homeowners how to successfully sell their home on their own. I'm gonna give you the knowledge, the tools, and resources to save your family thousands of dollars. There's a new wave of tech real estate coming and it's gonna change everything. Now, if you get any value from my podcast, please like, share, and leave a comment. I wanna help as many people as I can, but I can't do that without your help. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Top Real Estate Secrets. My name is Liz and this is my partner, Adriana. Today, we're going to go over what you should and should not say when you are selling your home. One main thing when you're talking to buyers, when someone comes into the house, you want to highlight the features. Highlight every single feature in your home that is special to you. So for example, if you are living on a lakefront property, You can talk about, oh, I have a beautiful view. I wake up in the morning and drink my coffee outside and watch the birds, you know, paint a beautiful picture to them because you want to put in their mind, huh, this looks like someplace I want to live. And you could create a story by expressing to them what you do and what you love about the home. Uh, That is very important is highlighting the features. Another example is if you have an upgraded uh, HVAC system or an upgraded... Mm kitchen roof. and we're, we're gonna ask yes. any of that anyways the the agents a good agents uh i think it's super important as a for sale by owner i see this a lot and it's a big mistake for sale by owners want to open the door and then they want to follow the buyer's agents around you need to give them space they want to talk freely they want to look at things they don't want to feel crowded it's okay to open the door and then go outside of course you're gonna take all your luxuries or valuables you're gonna put it in a safe make sure that everything is secure but please do not follow the buyer's agent around give them space it's not cool yeah nobody wants to feel somebody else breathing down someone's yeah. neck. now another thing too is what you want to do is you want to discuss the neighborhood mm. for example if you have a volleyball court in the neighborhood uh, or a tennis court or if you're near you know uh, universal studios or any type of major parks go over how close it is to the downtown area Things like that, because then as a buyer, a buyer thinking about buying a house, they're going to say, oh, that actually is great because I live downtown or I I mean, I work downtown. So make it relatable to them and uh, make it fun. So if they have children, great. There's a park in the neighborhood Mm. where I bring my kids to. One of the things that I do when I list a home is I ask the sellers like, hey, take me around your home. Tell me what you did that's upgraded. Uh, One of the things that I saw that I thought that was really cool, I don't think that you were involved in this one, but it was over by Disney and they were actually Disney chefs. So the refrigerator, the cost around $75,000 and the stove was around $25,000 and they also had a fire pit inside of the pool and it like, well, that's awesome. So I asked my sellers to go ahead and list all the upgrades. And then when a buyer is interested in it, I submitted it in a PDF form so they can see it because when I ask for a certain amount for the home, I have to actually justify that price. So when that home that we were looking at was substantially higher than everyone else in the neighborhood. Why? I They broke it down for me and I was like, oh, that's a $75,000 upgrade. Yeah. And another great thing about doing that is having a list is you don't have to repeat yourself a hundred times. So If you have five buyers asking, what are the upgrades? It saves you a lot of time and energy. You can say, 
you know what? I actually have an easier way to give you all the upgrades. Here's a sheet with everything that's been updated in the home in two seconds, and then they have it listed out. So I would definitely suggest doing that. And then we will be able to give you a template as well. Right. Yeah. So now uh, also HOAs, we want to go over that. So if yeah. your home has an HOA, please go over exactly what the HOA covers. Now, usually with a single family home neighborhood, HOAs are substantially a lot lower than a HOA that is in a townhome community. And it also does cover a lot less things as right. opposed to an HOA for a townhome. Uh, I but think those it's are important very that we important. go over yeah. um, exactly what yes, the two, go ahead. Yeah, the, the, let's go ahead the differences. And do that. If you have a townhome, your townhome is typically going to be covered your roof, it's going to be your grounds and interior walls. But if you have a regular landscaping home, too, oh, ooh, the grounds, yes. yeah, the land, yeah. As far as the regular home, it's not going to be covered. You're going to have to cover the roof, you're going to have to cover everything. Typically, for the HOA, only the common grounds are going to be covered um, with the HOA, depending on if there's a pool that's going to be covered community yeah yeah i think it's important that we go over what a cdd is oh yes so that's a good one because a lot a, of people have questions on that yeah it's a newer thing that just hit the market probably around three years ago it's a community district tax i think it's important that we go over a cdd tax what it's going to cover it's a community district tax it's going to cover basically your water that's anywhere around there if they're are any lakes or anything, then you're going to go with the St. John's. That's a whole nother and thing. And it's only certain communities. So this is not. Yeah, in, it's it, just it, hit the market I don't even around know what, three years ago. Yeah, it's a pretty new issue. We actually sold a home in Tampa that had a CDD. So. Mm. Oh, right. Yes. yes. So yeah, your cousins. And, and that was only a couple yeah. years ago. So two years ago, actually. So right. it is fairly new. So if it does have CDD um, HOA, I guess you would call it, uh, just make sure to disclose that. Also, another thing I want to disclose is make sure to be transparent with your potential buyers. Like if there's a leaky roof or if there's a plumbing issue um, or electrical wiring mm -hmm. issue, let them know that. Don't hide those things. And of course, if you don't know, you don't know. It's going to be um, on your seller's disclosures. Yes. And it's super important that you disclose this. We're going to find it anyways. If you know something yeah. and you don't disclose that. The so. inspector is going to find it anyways. You should have fixed it, fixed it before you even hit the market. But if they find it, then just go ahead and work with them to everything is fixable. You can fix it. So don't fret. It's okay. Everything is fixable, but be upfront and honest. But there are some other things that we should go over that people shouldn't say because a good realtor, they're going to ask you a couple questions. So one of the questions that I always ask is, hey, did you receive any offers on the property? Mm. And the reason why I ask that question is it's going to answer a couple questions for me. If you received an offer, why didn't you accept it? Was it too high? Could you not come to an agreement just to get a better understanding of mm -hmm. where you are honestly if you couldn't come to an agreement don't disclose whether you got an offer or not it's really no one's business you don't have to disclose that information just say no we couldn't you know sometimes we... less is more correct um, yeah. another thing i want to go over is you don't need to overhype the home so if someone comes in you don't have to say, oh, my gosh, my backyard is humongous. <laughs> and it's like not even that big. You know, certain things like that. Don't overhype it. It comes off cheesy and it becomes super yeah. skeptical. So just, you know, watch how you say things. Tone it down. Just tone down the hype. You don't need to be hyping everything up. I always um, tell my buyers when we're walking through homes, hey, 
don't stress because your home is going to pick you. Your home. True. Yeah. You know, that home is going to pick you. You're not going to pick that home. It's going to just feel right. You're going to like it. You're going to visualize yourself in it. And And not everyone's home is for them. So (laughs) another thing we want to go over is you don't have to share all of your personal details Mm. on why you're selling your house. So for example, if you are getting a divorce, unfortunately it happens. You don't need to more tell times them that. Than Do, yeah, not, more yeah. times than not. And it's sad and unfortunate, but you don't need to tell uh, potential buyers that you're getting a divorce. Keep that Mm-mm. information to yourself. Uh, you don't need to let them know that you need to move because you're buying a new house and you have to close this one before you could buy the other one. Do not share that information. Right, yeah. But what I've... you can say is, oh, I'm downsizing, my kids are in college, or I'm growing my family, I need a bigger home. You can say certain things like that. And don't be impersonable. You can still have a relationship with the potential buyers, because that's very important. Build your relationship with them. And you can get a little personal, but not too personal. The reason why it's super important to not disclose these things is because a realtor is going to hold it against you. And let me go more in depth with that. If I know that you're getting a divorce, if I know that you are moving because you have accepted a job offer, I know that I have the upper hand here and I know that I can either press you for more money on the inspection or I can, I know that if you don't pass appraisal, I don't have to bring money to the table or have my buyers Mm. bring money to the table because I know that you have to sell. You have somewhere to go to next. And so you've kind of shot yourself in the foot and people don't even realize it. So less is more. Do not tell people certain things. It's just part of what we do. Another thing we want to go over is don't be aggressive. Like Liz said earlier, is the right buyer is going to buy your house. So you don't have to be aggressive or be pushy. Nobody wants to be walking into a home and thinking that they're at a used car sales lot. That's annoying. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so uh, when they're looking at your house, like we talked about earlier, you also want to give them space. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let them look at the property and say, oh, hey, Mr. Mrs. Smith, look at, feel free to look at the home. I'll be in the kitchen. And Mm -hmm. whenever you guys are done, you could come to me and ask me any questions you may have in regards to the property. Right. Done exactly. and done. You don't need to go and breathe down their neck or open up the closets for them. I'm sure they're perfectly capable yeah. of opening up the closet doors or cabinets, et cetera. So just be mindful of that and just give them space. Yeah. Everyone's going to have a seller's disclosure. It comes with every property. It doesn't matter what state you're in. You're going to have to go through it here in Florida. It's four pages. Answer that honestly. Let them know. And because there are certain things that we're going to find out anyways. If you made a insurance claim, we're going to find that out when we go to get our own insurance. So make sure that you are honest on that end because it it is going to be, you know, found as far as, you know, everything else oh another thing i almost forgot neighbors oh i'm big on that do not talk about anything negative in regards to the neighborhood if you want to sell your house i highly advise to not disclose anything negative so for example if you have an issue with the neighbor next door because they cut your grass or whatever it is i mean and i'm gonna find out because when (laughs) i go with my buyers one of the things that i do is i actually personally knock on people's door and i ask them hey how's the hoa over here is it okay do you know of anything if there's a facebook 
group. I found it Smart. and I'm going to go through each one and know what all the problems are in that neighborhood before my buyers go and that's and on the that buyer's end. Said, so that's yeah. on the buyer's end. So of course you don't need to tell them to do that because you're trying to sell your house, but yeah. on the buyer's end, great. On the seller's end, you don't need to talk about any personal information of beef that you had with the neighbor across the street. A good or, agent is going to find it anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, th those don't need to be disclosed. And then another thing, um, never, ever, 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 we already talked about this in another episode, deny uh, buyer's agents. Mm, okay. Yeah. So welcome them with open arms. Correct. Yeah. And make sure to give them a commission on if, bringing a buyer to the table. Right. If you're a for sale by owner, you should work with buyer's agents. Like I said, like we, we spoke about this in many other episodes. They have buyers. We do this every day. We have literally a customer relations management system full of leads of people that are looking in our area. So welcome them with open arms, pay them a commission do not you're already saving money on the listing side and there's we're no super happy for you yeah there's no reason to be greedy <laughs> sorry and you're gonna fix things anyways because you're already saving money oh so here's a fun story now that mm -hmm. i'm thinking about this episode i have a very fun interesting story <laughs> um about sellers and what not to do so this was actually a property that uh, we were interested in purchasing for a flip so i call this gentleman and it was a property in Claremont, beautiful neighborhood. Um, talked to him on the phone for about 20 minutes. And he was like, yes, I'm interested in selling. I actually want to sell uh, and move to North Carolina. And uh, I don't owe anything on my property. It's free and clear. I used to work in the, I used to be, a, I'm, a, I'm a veteran. He was a veteran in the army and he was also a retired police officer. I was like, oh, great. This guy, <laughs> he's a real deal. Perfect. Yeah. And I asked him, what do you want to sell your home for? And he gave me a really great number. I said, this could actually work. The numbers work out great. I was super excited. I was like, you know what? We're about to make some good money on this flip. Set up an appointment. Sent, um, sent me out there to set go up look an appointment. at it. I was supposed to go uh, the next day. And then he canceled and was like, let's reschedule. I was out showing properties um, the day that we rescheduled. So I was like, Liz, hey, can you go go to this house? Go look at this property. We wanna we Ooh. wanna wrap it up right away and get it under contract before somebody else takes it. So this is exactly why I have my gun license. I'm a concealed uh, permit holder. Yeah, yeah this so, is definitely a scary situation. I get a call <laughs> as I'm showing uh, properties in an hour away from here in Winter Haven. I get a call from Liz and she's like, oh, where did you my find gosh. this guy? Where did it come from? Because we go through a lot of uh, leads. You know, we have different sources. So when I pulled up to the house, I literally got this airy feeling. Then he opened up the door and I saw all of his knives and all of his weapons and all of his Viking um, armory. And that's when I was like, wow, I should definitely reconsider what's going on here. Um, I saw on the counter, it had like a 50 pound hammer. And so all I kept thinking about is just make sure if he grabs it, that I can 
take a step back and, you know, make sure that he misses me. Crazy. With it. Yeah. And not to mention he was a hoarder, which was super uncomfortable because when we set up appointments, this is definitely one thing that we ask our sellers is, hey, how does your home look? Is it in sellable condition? Do we need to fix anything? And he said, no, it's in great condition. We can go ahead and sell it. And when I came out there, it was it was hard. And we're not judges because we can r- literally fix anything. Um, but we can't sell homes that are not clean and the other buyer. And tidy. Just yeah. tidy up. Uh, but going back to what you should not do is if you have weapons, by all means, we're, it's a free country. You can. You can mm-hmm. But just put them in a safe. Like you don't need to expose them. That freaks people out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the only thing that I would say. say what, uh, I'm glad that Liz is safe from <laughs> that uh, incident. Yeah. Um, and uh, other than that, we don't. He actually called us the other day to ask if we wanted to buy his house, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Nope, we're good. <laughs> yeah, no worries. we can pick and choose basically." Yeah, so who we, who with we that work being with said, and- you know, if we if you have a weird feeling about something, leave it there. But right. um, anyways, that's just one thing that you know you just never know. So. Yeah. Again, it's just super important to pick and choose. Less is more. Just let the buyer come in your home, look at it, let step outside, say if you have any questions, I'll go ahead and answer them at the end. And typically they will have questions if they're interested and you're always going to get feedback from an agent. So after someone leaves your home, just follow up with them and just say, hey, how did you like the home? Do you have any feedback? Because if something is wrong with your home, a realtor is going to tell you and you're not going to hear it just one time. You're going to hear it multiple, multiple times. times and you're going to fix it. And then there you go. You can sell your home. Thanks for listening to Top Real Estate Secrets. We hope that today's episode really helped you learn what you should and should not say when you are selling your home. Check us out on the next episode. We look forward to seeing you. We hope that we inspired you to listen to our podcast. We're going to go over things like communication with buyers, what contracts are out there that you can actually accept, how to hit the market correctly with getting you the best exposure with the most money, and most importantly, how to save commission without using an agent. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.